Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Metaphysical Hour. I'm Julia Cannon, and this is my co-host, Tracy Mahan. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and we're pre-recording today because we had a very special topic with a very special guest, and this is when we could get her. So, <laughs> Suzanne Spooner, you know her, you love her. Welcome, Suzanne. <laughs> Julia, thank you, Tracy. I'm happy to be here with you both, always. Yay. We're so excited you were able to, to make accommodations for us. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for <laughs> Very excited. We, um... You know, we wanted to do this. This comes up every so often, and it's kind of a, I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, in our day and age, we're all, you know, we're opening up. We're having a new abilities come in, and this is fantastic that we're all doing this. This is happening, and we're getting messages. We're getting, we're getting this wonderful, wonderful stuff, but <laughs> there are some parameters or some guidelines, maybe we should call it you know, that we need to be aware of that around it, you know, because, you know, it just, and it's come, it's coming in, boy, but they're coming in strong right now. Um, and it's like, everybody's getting this. So don't look at people. Oh, this is good. Don't look at people that have information coming in as they're, you know, you know, up here on this pedestal and oh my gosh, they are almighty. None of that. We all have this stuff happening. Now here's where we we want to help and give some guidance as how to work with that. And then if you're someone that's getting information from people that are, that are tuned in and tapped in how to maybe do yourself the greatest benefit with the information. So is that, does that kind of cover where we want? Am I, am I broad enough for us? You're to, really broad. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm trying to be broad so we can play anywhere we want in this. Anywhere stand. we want. Anywhere. So we're we're really talking about intuition. Everybody's intuition is off the charts these days. Channeling is a big one we want to touch on today. Um, you know, mediumship, all the things. So yeah, because people are just waking up and mm -hmm. and realizing we all have yeah. these gifts. It's beautiful. It's exciting. It's so exciting. Yeah. But but let's let's learn how to work with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to wait for Suzanne to chime in on that. Well, <laughs> I think, you know, I think it is really exciting right now because so many people are not discounting their intuition, their nudges that they get, the signs that show up. Um, you know, they're trusting that voice inside, you know, that we'll call subconscious or high self. And, um, you know, if it's, if it's doing, you know, um, like the art of universal knowing my process of channeling or, or, a, or a different type, we all have the ability to do that. Now, the thing that I think is important to always remember is to, um, have really good integrity with this. And, and I think what you were saying, Julia, you know, we don't want to put people up on a pedestal, like, oh, she knows how to do that, you know? So, you know, she's so much better than I am, or, you know, I can never be, you know, that talented or that intuitive. Um, it really, we really are getting past that. I mean, if you decide that, you know, this is the gift I want to focus on, there isn't anything that's going to stop anybody. And I think that's really good. But I think there's always some parameters that, um, you know, to be a good human that to follow so that you're not overstepping um, boundaries that 
um, again, lack integrity. And I think that's just, that's a big deal because there's a, you know, we, we tend to think in our spiritual community, you know, we're just, we're all one and we're all with us. And sometimes, you know, the spiritual community can be a little bit, um, wonky, you know, a little egotistical. (laughs) There's, there's more ego there than you would think. And I don't think anybody's you know, I don't think people are really aware they're in an ego state when they're just excited about what's coming in and it, it feels very new and special and it is, yeah. but then it's, it's, um, yeah, there's so much to be said on that and it's careful in how we say it because we're not here to upset anybody or, or make anyone right or wrong. It's just, we're, we're just trying to address that. Like, for instance, I do the channeling with the Octarian Daniel. You do the um, the talk channeling. Julia doesn't claim her channeling as much, but she does a lot of channeling. <laughs> I don't label it. I don't have a name <laughs> label for it. it. But she I know for me. They're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's, so, that's the name of it. <laughs> yeah. But I know for me personally, and I'll I'll try to only talk from a personal standpoint, when I started channeling, the message I got was, you know, don't read other people's material, don't watch other people's channels, and, you know, kind of stay clear of the rabbit holes and all of that. And I was like, why? And they said, because it will influence you. The channel has to come through my filters. And so for me to give the best and truest reading for somebody or tune into somebody or guide and do one of my guided things that I do, I need to stay as neutral to that as possible. So my thing to everybody when they come into my do a session with me is to let them know, use your discernment. It's using my filters. If it doesn't feel right to you, it could be coming through one of my filters and I may not have that. Can we talk about that? You keep saying it's coming through your filters. Can you explain that more, Tracy? Uh, Well, for me, I'm a conscious channel. So the way I describe it is I feel like I kind of move over to the left and the Octarian energy comes in through the right. And so I'm very conscious of of what's being said during it. Once it's done, I'm kind of, I kind of lose track of all of it. But in the moment of it, um, I'm hearing it. And if I have like if they're talking about a subject I have an opinion about, it's very easy for that opinion to be influencing what's the information coming in. If I'm not cautious, cautious enough to like rein that in and go, nope, that's mine. Clear that. Yeah. This is, you know, if somebody come in and said, my husband's beating me, of course, I'm going to be like, oh, my gosh, I want to rescue this person. And now that's the energy and the channel's trying to work through that energy. So I have to become very neutral about that and be like, OK, we don't know the whole story. We don't know everything going on. So put my put my feelings over here and let let this energy come in and look at this and address it. And it, it's so beautiful when I can do that, you know, when I can set that aside. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's how I try to stay clear of it is I don't watch the news. I don't really watch other people's channeling videos. <clears throat> Thank you for everyone that sends me those, but I don't watch them. <laughs> I don't uh, watch them though. <laughs> I don't watch them, but thank you for thinking of me. Um, I'm not supposed to watch them, so it's not personal. But um, yeah, so it's it's just a way to keep me clean, like, Somebody asked me about something going on in the world. Most of the time, I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) So, you know, then I can be a more clear channel for them if there is an issue that they want to ask about. So I don't know how, how do you do that, Suzanne? How does it come for you? 
Um, you know, when I do my process, I've, I've gotten quite good at just um, kind of zeroing my mind out. Um, I'm not trying to bring through anything specific or connecting with anybody specific who comes in and what comes in, I feel is what I need to hear at that time. Um, you know, the ours is just a little bit different. You know, mine is to teach people how to do it because I didn't want to be the one that people came to. I'm like, I'm glad you like to do it, Tracy. <laughs> that's not my thing, but, but, you know, I think that's, you know, it's, it's like QHHT, you know, the empowerment again is the information's coming through your filter as yeah. a client. It's not the practitioner that's, that's putting in their opinions and their beliefs into anything. Um, so I think, you know, I, I've channeled for others, but it, it is, it's a really, you have to get into a really clear state. Um, and, and there's boundaries with that too. I mean, if the messages are bossy or um, unkind, inappropriate, then I know it's not coming from that highest level where I want it to be. So I, I think, you know, when I, I read other people's channel messages from time to time, once that I, that I, um, resonate with. And even with that, you know, my, my brain's kind of going, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I don't know about that. You know, I'm, I am filtering it through what feels right for me. And for yeah. somebody else sitting next to me, reading the same thing, that part that I didn't resonate with maybe what hits them and is the most helpful. So it's, everything's very individual. It's not, I don't think one thing is meant for everybody. And, um, I, I think you have to be really careful with that type of information. If you're not you, Tracy, if you're <laughs> presenting it in a way that, um, my word mm -hmm. is so great. Yeah. Do, do what my message says, because man, I am connected, you know, I, I'm, I'm the big stuff, you know? So and, I, and to not that, be so attached to your own, like the stuff that comes through in the channels that I do, I use my own discernment with that. I can feel it. It's, I'm always feeling it. And it's like, Oh, that feels good. Or, you know, it's like you do your own thing with it too, you know? So yeah. like, where's, what is this? And what comes through sometimes it's like, wow, where did that come from? And what right. is that? And it's like, I like it. That feels good. You know? So we're always, exactly. you know, right. gauging our own stuff too, <laughs> as it's coming through. Yeah. It's just, you know, the ones that I, over time, you know, Julie and I, you and I have talked about this over the years, especially since Dolores passed. Yeah. It's, it's the one, yeah, you, are you ready? Yeah. Go get it. Go get it, Susie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was so nice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the, the one that just um, gets my little blood mm -hmm. boiling are the ones that say they're channeling Dolores. And, um, and, and I think, you know, everything's possible. You know, Dolores can be coming through other people. She comes through in sessions, you know, through practitioners all around the right. world. I think all of that almost is, is pure, 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 but it's, it's the message and it's the motivation behind the message that just has me always on. I always have to look at that. 
Yes. Yeah. It's it's, part. Look at what's happening here. So yeah. if it if it's if it's um if the motivation I think is I'm just gonna say it, if it's to support the person who says they're channeling, um financially, um status level wise, um, that always I mean, if it if it was Dolores or if it was um anybody else that had passed, yeah. Um, I I would hold it on with with yeah. Oh, I'm channeling this famous person or that inventor or something like that. And it's like, but are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. And maybe, and good for you, for you, you know, but if it's, yeah. if it's now, now I'm doing this and um, I want you to do my course yeah. or I want you to follow me or I want you to do my workshop or whatever. Yeah. Because you know? I'm so good. And I'm so. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, it's a weird way of using somebody, you know, and it's, it's so disrespectful, you know, and, and I, you know, being close to you, Julia, through, you know, that time of Dolores' passing, it just, it just makes me mad because, um, that's personal to you. It's your mom, you know, Absolutely. and if somebody, if my, you know, thank goodness my mom is still here, but if, you know, my mom passed and, and somebody said, oh, you know, I'm channeling your mom and she's saying, you know, go do this process, you know, I feel like what the heck the heck, you know? <laughs> Yeah, and it, absolutely. It, absolutely. I remember this conversation years ago, because like you said, we've revisited this a few times because it pops up every once in a while. But I remember you saying, Julia, that there had been people that had reached out to you that felt that they had a channeled message from Dolores that you that you truly did feel was a good connection. It was information that maybe only you or the family would have. Right. But those people are never the ones that put it up on YouTube or promote right. themselves through it. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that do that, that seems so fake to me. Right. Okay. And that's yeah. a really good point. Really <laughs> look at that. And, and, and it is, it was, it, it is hard, you know, when these people do that at first, it was really, really hard. It was like, do they not realize she still has a family? here you know that's that's like bashing I mean when they come especially when they come in with stuff that is so contradictory or so counter whatever she stood for and it's like what on earth I mean or or just just slams whatever you know it just just like she has a family that is still here and we know her we know her life we know so it's like doing the smoke screen on. I mean, it's like what? Well, and and the sad part about that is that not everybody does know her. So when these guys, when they're promoting that she's telling them to do sessions a certain way or do things that are not ethical in those in right. that regard, um, you know, goes against what they've been taught and what she taught. That, yeah, what, what she, she taught. taught. Exactly what she taught. What she taught and created. Mm -hmm. And people don't know better than, you know, they're just getting their toe in the water with spirituality Mm -hmm. and finding Dolores. And they don't know that maybe that's not the way it was. So we're just here trying to clear Mm -hmm. the air with a lot of that. You know, it's like use your discernment when you're listening to somebody, especially if they're channeling, not just Dolores, but anybody that they say they're channeling in. Um does that feel right to you? Does that seem like it's something that character would say, that person would say? Or is it following an agenda that this channeler 
past. Are they, yeah, are they benefiting in some way from that? Yeah. And can I just say, no, she does not want these sessions done online. There, thank you. <laughs> I know you've been trying, you've been really Show's over. No. <laughs> well, if, can I just say this? I mean, what, I mean, we know where Dolores stood on that. And, and, you know, I, I, I love being a student of her work and I'm always digging deeper and deeper and deeper into her process. It's, it's what I love. And, you know, I mean, honestly, the conversation has come up from time to time. Should we, shouldn't we, should we, shouldn't we? And, but, but what it comes down to, and, and I know this cannot be replicated is when you are with somebody for a session, it is number one, potentially the best day of their life. Mm -hmm. And it's a very personal day to the, to the depths of their soul. Mm -hmm. And there is something about being across from them in person, sharing this space and this energy that I don't care. I mean, I love seeing you guys here on the screen, but it's not the same as being in person for for that reason, for that care. Mm -hmm. And, and then you just get into all the technical shenanigans that can happen um that you know just are not not in the client's best interest to have to deal with in the middle of a session um in the middle of you know a death scene in the middle of something traumatic um if if the if the internet goes wonky or whatever i mean they're going to be okay but it's but it's crappy you know it's just it's not acceptable and you know well, yeah. as the practitioner, that's your responsibility, you know, and I don't take that lightly. That client is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And to me, putting them in that situation, it's not of the utmost well, responsible. You've got to create the safe place for them. You don't know if someone's going to, we were just talking about how Julia was doing the show with Kaya this morning and somebody's knocking on the door, ding dong, ding, you know, and she's got to, mm-hmm. what if that happened Why they were under and somebody came to their door relentlessly? Uh, what if... What if their phone's ringing and they, you know, they didn't shut their technology off and, or what if somebody's sitting in the next room and they're worried they're going to hear them, you know, there's so many things. So we create a safe space for them. That's important. You know, I've had clients who come in and they say, you know, I, 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 I don't know if it was a QHHT session or not, a, a hypnosis session and they, they did it online and they're like, yeah, I just didn't get that much out of it, you know, and, you know, it's like every time I would look at who I was working with, they'd be like, you know, looking out the window this way or, you know, not, you know, it's like, you know, maybe they were thinking about what I was saying, but they weren't looking at me, they weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like, you know, they had better things to be doing with their time. And it is, I mean, you just, you absolutely can't replicate being with somebody one-on-one and, and it, it, it's in this day and age of, you know, everything's zoom now. Um, <laughs> I get the question. I mean, the question is valid, mm-hmm. but to have this deep and profound experience that Dolores created, you really, nothing has changed. You need to do it the way that she did it. And that was sharing space one-on-one with somebody, no interruptions, and what came from that and comes from that to this day are these these transformational changes in their in their lives that you know this victimhood maybe that they've carried forever they didn't understand or this deep um 
physical healing that needs to happen. Um, and, and I, you cannot, um, you cannot do that as successfully online as you can in person. I agree. True. Very well said. Yeah. So now now we're going to talk about channel for us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think, you know, there was, there was just been a lot going on. Um, You know, and, and I do understand that COVID probably brought some of this Mm -hmm. on where people were afraid to get in person and things like that. And it, kind of started a lot of rogue people out there. So if you're listening and you went rogue, kind of clean it up. I mean, it's fine. Clean it up. Yeah, I think I think it created um an interesting playground, um, if you will. What we started seeing was because you know we're we're seeing these kind of things all the time. It's it's like testing um your trust and faith and things like that. And that kind of did that. It's like I, I can't see anybody. I can't make any money. I can't do this. Oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I'm going to, you know, that's that conscious mind freaking out. And it's like, it's not going to work. So I have to do this so that I can live. And what we saw were the ones that stayed true, stayed with it. They did just fine. None of those other circumstances interfered at all. See, it was all in the mind and what you were allowing to be your reality. Yeah. It was, it's so fun to watch those things. And it's like, what's true for one person will not be true for another based on their beliefs. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The reality is, it's your own reality you're creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but go back to saying, clean it up now. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, am I playing bad cop? I'm like, now, come on, you guys. I've seen a lot of things out there. I've seen websites where we're advertising, people were advertising that they can do QHHT online. Clean that up. That's not okay. QHHT um, is not done online, period. Yeah. End of statement. If it is, it's not QHHT. And if they're claiming it is, mm-hmm. then call them out on it. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we give you permission. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think, I mean, really at the heart of it, we all just want everybody, every client to have the deepest, most profound life-changing experiences possible. And that's, that's paramount is having that one-on-one experience. So anything other than that is less than it. And, you know, why, I mean, go for it. Don't, don't put half your body in, put the whole thing in and, and go for it and get the whole experience. Yeah. They were back to your, you, that client's your responsibility like there, you know, give them the best experience they can have. Well, you know, and the thing too, you know, um, I get emails, I'm sure Tracy does too, you know, do you do this online? And um, mm-hmm. my response is, you know, no, it's always, I'm always in person, just the way Dolores did hers. So I want my clients to get the same results that Dolores did, but we have thousands of practitioners all around the world and, you know, go to qhhtofficial.com, find a practitioner page, put your area in or where you can travel to and see who's there and reach out. Um, you know, I, I, I personally love referring to the level one interns, our newest ones, because <laughs> they're here to the process and, um, they do their sessions for free or free will offerings. And it's a, it's a wonderful, gift both ways. The client gets in sooner. They, they may not have to pay for it or, you know, give um, an offering to, to their practitioner, the practitioner is gaining experience, which is so valuable, but because they're so 
fresh from that teaching, the sessions just are magnificent. They're as good as minor Tracy's. You know, I truly, oh, yeah. I'd like to volunteer for those. I know. I know. There's so much fun. <laughs> like I always end up, they do, they do a really good job because they're really following the script and, and playing right into what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, they'll be, they'll ask me if I want a session for some feedback. I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> I, I was telling Julia, there was one that I had where I was like, she, she did it perfect. Like even the induction voice, cause she had already done some voice coaching and stuff. And so I was like, that was just like such an excellent session. And okay. she asked great questions. It was really nice. And so, yeah, I always support the interns. That's, they do a great job. So that's a good way, but you're right. There's practitioners everywhere. So there yeah. should be no excuse for doing online because you couldn't find somebody in your area hopefully most areas are covered at this point yeah it's, it's how far are you willing to travel i mean just yeah. so look in that area you will find someone mm -hmm. yeah just see who resonates with you absolutely so that's and that's always nice too and that's going to remind me to say another thing if you are a practitioner and you do not have your profile on the QHHTofficial.com page, highly, highly recommend you get yourself over there, get your profile up, get your picture on there. My dog agrees. Um, <laughs> so get, get yourself on there because that's where everybody goes to find practitioners, right? And they're always. Yeah. What percentage did you say your, of your business was coming from the. It's been a hundred percent lately. I've asked everybody over the last few months where how did you find me well I went to that website the QHHT website every time mm -hmm. I, and this is even people that are local to me which I'm so excited because it used to be people were traveling you know a couple hours sometimes or, or flying in or all kinds of things but my local area was not so much and lately I've been getting people like I couldn't believe you were five minutes away and I'm like I can't believe you're five minutes away <laughs> You know, so, so it's really exciting because it's starting to get more popular. I live in a small town, small town area. So it's kind of fun. It's like three or four of them now, but they found me on the website. So I highly recommend you guys go get yourself on the website. So you're findable because people are looking for you. Put your, put your beautiful face on there. They need to see <laughs> your eyes. People will connect to you through your eyes. So yeah, no avatars. Well, then if I can talk about that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all practitioners can get onto that, that, uh, find a practitioner page that's once you pass your, you're on, which is wonderful, unless you don't want to be on and you don't want to have the public find you for any reason. Some people are just learning and they don't, they won't, don't want to put their name out there yet, but most do. Now there's, when you're looking on that, um, find a practitioner page, you'll notice some people have pictures up and some people do not. The ones that do are people that have invested just a little bit more in themselves for, for kind of like post learning. They're part of the, um, international forum of practitioners. And, um, by, by joining the forum that gives them the added bonus of having that beautiful picture of themselves up there. Plus, a little bit of added information into their profile there, like their website and things like that. So um, the the beautiful part, if you 
are a practitioner and you haven't joined the forum, it's a really great thing to invest in. It's like, it's not much, it's 15 bucks a month or less if you do it by a year. But the, but the important part is you go back there and you refresh your mind of, um, you know, this is how we do this, or, you know, when, when this issue comes up, here's how I handle it. And there's thousands and thousands of posts and comments there and level three practitioners, great moderators who are taking the time every day to, to look through questions and give advice. And it's, if you want to have great sessions and you want to stay on track with how Dolores did her own sessions, that's the place to go to. And then you get the added benefit of having your um, picture up on that find a practitioner page for the, I would imagine thousands of people that look every day on that page. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to do another little braggy brag about QHHT because I've, I've taken lots of classes and learned a lot of modalities over the years. And this is the only one that has this, that I've seen that has this kind of support system for its practitioners. And so I just want to brag about that a little bit. Because you guys, without you, you know, we wouldn't have the practices that we have. And they're always advertising QHHT. I can't seem to get on anything without Jules. <laughs> I just start laughing. With everyone. I hear you all the time. I go to YouTube and your ad is the first thing that comes up. Hi, I'm Julia Cannon. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so funny. And um, so, yeah, so it's lots of beautiful advertising going on and you know, it's really, it's really become quite popular. Get on there. You're going to, you're going to find your clients or they're going to find you that way. So, yeah, I love it. Absolutely. So <laughs> anyways, but we'll go back to that channeling and reading and all of the things, you know, you guys are so intuitive. You guys have so much going on. We just, we're asking you to think about and like, like you were saying, Suzanne, earlier, if it comes in a little bossy or grumpy or something like that, you know, pay attention to those things. Those are things I like to go over with people when they're asking me, how do you do that? I'm like, well, I had such a great teacher in my life going through the intuitive learning years where, you know, she always said, if it's, if it's a fear-based message, it's not from an angelic or above realm, you know, and so... I, I like to pass that on to people. If your messages are creating fear for yourself or anyone else, please go clear your energy and, and tap in again. It's not a bad thing. You just got to clean it up, right? It's like, you just got to recognize that there's something there that maybe isn't, isn't communicating the highest uh, level of information. So if it's creating fear, try something else, clear it out. So that's a very good rule of thumb. Fear. Fear does not, it doesn't even come in in that realm. So it's like, wow. yeah, you know, it's coming from somewhere else. It's a learning process of, of discerning between, you know. Yeah. That. And I, I kind of feel like, you know, and as that learning process, I think we all kind of go through that as, listen, you know, someone that has gotten readings before and as someone that's given them before, I, I'm sure I've done both, you know, and I look at my earlier years. And I'm like, I did that. I did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are reminders of things that I used to do, um, you know, and going through that little ego phase of it too, of, um, you know, 
unsolicited advice. (laughs) Hey, I'm getting this for you. You know, well, they didn't ask for that information, you know, so unsolicited advice was a really good one. I learned that from my NLP teacher. She would say that all the time. Don't give people unsolicited advice. And I'm like, do I do that? And then I would start looking at my life going, yeah, I do that. I do that. So it's good to reflect on these things and, you know, look at what, what are we sharing and how are we sharing it? And did that person really need to to know that or want to know that? So, yeah. And did we have permission to be in their energy? That's another huge one for me. That's like, um, we were, we were talking the other day about remote viewing sessions that had already been done. And I'm just going to talk about that if that's okay. (laughs) No. <laughs> so without without saying names or where it was, reading that that somebody is claiming to remote view your mom's sessions that she had had and that she is creating content based on that. And um <laughs> I'd like Suzanne's reaction to that. Um one, if that's possible, shame on you. Uh-uh. You don't have permission to do that. And um, that's what I'm going to say about that. It's like those kind of things, remote viewing. These things are possible. You can do these things, remote view places and things and and people. But without their permission, that's a big violation. Would you want somebody doing that to you or remote viewing your session? So, yeah, again, let's have some integrity. Let's have some boundaries. Um, That's not okay to do that stuff. At least my opinion, that's not okay. No, I think that's a good point um, because it comes down to, I mean, we're aware in our physical world, we have walls, we have doors, we close doors when we want to have our personal space and we, and we appreciate and expect others to respect our space. And we have something closed off. It's like, or to ask permission to come in. And it's like, why would that realm be any different? Just because we can energetically go wherever Why would we not stop and say, wait a minute, that's their space. Why am I invading it? You know, so be mindful of it. Yeah, I mean, because that's, oh, just because we can doesn't mean it's okay. Right. Such a good point. Yeah. And, you know, I think what we were, what we were looking at there is what a beautiful gift and powerful tool. Why are you using it like that? Mm-hmm. You know, use it for your own things and create something beautiful with it and, um, you know, start creating your own, your own messages from that. So, And well, and that's, and I know you're, you're going around a little bit. I, I won't beat that one, but I will, I will come in and from a different angle and maybe say it a little more directly. Um, some people are creating things that are wonderful and that's fantastic. You're coming, we are creator beings, you know, you're, you're going to find things that you can do and all these wonderful things. But then there is maybe an insecurity or something. It's like, nobody wants to listen to me. I mean, uh, who am I? Let me say it came somehow from Dolores or somehow she's endorsing it. Then people will pay attention to it, whatever. See, that's. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing a lot of. And that, I, I mean, you're Hang just riding on. the coattails. That's why I'm going to you're riding the coattails of Dolores Cannon. How about just fake claim? You know, you did it. Make a claim of it. Own it. Own it. You did it. You created this wonderful thing. Own yeah. it. 
your people will gravitate to you. The ones that yeah. resonate with you, the ones that resonate with your vibe, your tribe will come and they will find you. You don't need mom on it. And well, I, and I don't think. We're... Oh, go ahead, Suzanne. I was to say, I don't think, you know, when Dolores was really like knowing that she had something here with her process, I think she wasn't grabbing onto anybody else's coattails. No, not at all. She just did her thing. And then she was following her guidance and they said, start teaching this. And, and okay, I don't know if anybody's going to understand it. That was her thing. Will they be able to understand it? Will they be able to do it? Will they be able to use it? It wasn't, are they going to, you know, know who I am? It was none of that. It was... Yeah. Okay, I'll do this. We'll see who what happens, and then people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, just so much of that. But yeah, (laughs) you guys, you're brilliant out there. You don't need to copy Dolores's method and call it something else. Please don't do that. Um, You know, we're finding a lot of things out there as we're looking at some of the content and stuff, and it's just. you have a great tool. You took a great class. Use it. Mm-hmm. If you understood it, you would know you don't need to change it. And so if if you're changing it, if you're altering it, if you're using different words in the induction, you need to go look at why and and maybe study some more about your course that you took because you really don't need to change anything about it. Suzanne, can you share, and you do this in level two, but can you share how... Um, you know, I, I know it comes down to the level three, but you always had such a good story about how, you know, why you did get off track and why you did that. And I think that's really my story again. Yeah. So I, the, I'm the poster child of, of doing everything wrong and then coming back to center. Um, and I, and I got off track, not even realizing I was doing it. I was just, I was just new at it and, and taking really bad advice from other people. So I did, I mean, I, I, in my head, I thought I was doing everything right on track. You know, if one person had a problem with one thing, then I would change it for everybody. And, um, you know, I, I didn't think I could do sessions as good as Dolores. So I thought I better add stuff in, or I, I needed, you know, maybe I should take that out. Um, you know, it, and I think not unlike a lot of people, I did it with good intention. I thought I was helping the process, but, um, when we had a class with Dolores and Julia, there's just six of us in this class, um, that, that she thought we're doing her process just beautifully. We, we thought it was going to be so easy get you guys through to take the load off of mom, to be able to refer. We're going to take some of her sessions off of her so that she could concentrate on the, on the very sick that needed her. And um, so we got picked and, you know, and we came into that class thinking, you know, we're pretty hot stuff here. You know, you know, we're going to have this class with Dolores and Julia. And they had asked us to send in a video of us giving a session so they could just, just double check, you know, that everything's on track. Um, And I, I think I can, equivalently say for you, Juliet, we all stunk. We, we were all off track. Like so It's bad. easier for you to say it than for me. Oh so. man. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and we knew it when 
um, Dolores and Julia came into that classroom and God bless Dolores. I remember this was like after she gave uh, both a level two and a level one class and she went straight into this. It's a brand new class. We didn't know what it was really yet. And she, she had to be exhausted, but she was just full on awesome. But she looked at us and she just went. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> And then one by one, we watched everybody's videos and, and we listened to the critiques and I was number three. I really wanted to be number one. I just wanted to get it over with, but I was number three and I'm listening to number one and number two. And I'm like, Ooh, wow. They're, they stink. They're good. You know, they've, they've got a lot to crack there. Wow. You know? And then part of me is going, wow, I do that too. You know? <laughs> And then we get to mine and like, I triple stunk. I was, it was so bad. It was so, so bad, but I, okay. And I, and I thought you were mean, Julia, by the way. And, um, <laughs> you thought I was mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot like, of people do. <laughs> no, there's such tiny things they're wanting me to change. Like it doesn't mean that much of a difference. You know, and so I no, had there was a little thing. I just kept on. She's like, Julia, I don't, I don't hear it. I don't understand what you're telling me. I do not hear it. I do not hear it. I'm like, it's there. It's so loud yeah. to me. But I'm like, it's there. And then finally, you finally got it. Finally, I got it. Yeah, after like eight times of listening to the same little portion, <laughs> my infection. And um, but honestly, after I licked my wounds and you know, you know, let my ego go aside, and I started literally going down this long list of suggestions that they wanted me to correct. It was like magic because I went from inconsistent sessions to consistent sessions and I've never looked back and I'm always trying to hone and, and perfect. And, and, you know, that's why, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, I'll text Julia after a session and I'll go, Oh my God, I know why she said these three words in the induction, like, Oh my gosh, I just got it. And that's, that's what's so amazing about her process is it, it can kind of almost look simplistic from when, when it's handed to you to do. Um, but you know, I've been doing this for 12 years and I'm still discovering the layers of wisdom that went underneath everything that put it all together and just leaves me in awe of, of her process. And, and, you know, I, I will beat the horse that, you know, you have to stay pure to the process. And when you do, it's just, it's so fulfilling to watch your clients just have success after success after success with their results. Yeah, absolutely. I love when you say, um, you used to go into your sessions going, please, please, please. I hope they get. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to ask him, please, you know, please, please let them get to a past life. Please let them get to <laughs> I will clean out the hall closet. Just let them do it. You know, cause I thought it was like this whole outside thing, you know, and, you know, and um, it, it, it was a while after that class with Dolores and Julia that I'm like, Hey, I'm not begging on my way to work anymore. You know, it's like, they're just like, they're just going, you know, and it, before it would be like maybe three easy ones, two hard ones, you know, one easy one, three hard ones, you know, it'd be, it was like that. And never again, have I been like that? I mean, I get it now. I understand that, that if you just honest to gosh, if you just do what you're taught in level one, it's just yeah. that you don't have the experience at level one to understand how perfect it is. You yeah. Have to, it all keeps going back to level one because we, 
it was so funny because we we talk about this. We we have a live class, you know, like once a year during some of those points. And then um, she's like, maybe if we we told them this, or we made sure they understood this, and then we go through a live class. And she's like, they do it right here. It's all here. Like, why are we thinking we have to do all these extra things? No, they just need to do that. Just stay yeah. to your your what you were given. Period. <laughs> and level two, we're just honing. We're just fine-tuning more what you got in level one. Yeah. You don't ever change anything. It's the, And it's the, I think it's, you know, as you gain experience of giving sessions, that's when it starts to hit of, oh, that's why that's important. That's why you do it this way. And, um, you know, you know, when you're at your very first sessions, you're just flying by the seat of your pants and you're you know, just hoping to yeah. like, this works. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how it works. It just works. Yeah. Yeah. It's like magic. All of a sudden you're just like, there is a magical world. Um, so let's touch on again, like the, the client themselves. I know that the veil is thinned and I had a client yesterday where the whole time she didn't think she was under, but she's answering all the questions and all the things. And at the, uh, at the end point with the SC, she's like, you know, I just don't know that I'm under for this. And I was like, well, we're going to find out here in just a moment. And, you know, as, as we're complete and I, I counted her up and I asked her how long she felt like she was under that hypnosis. And she was like, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And I said, I could double that. Would that surprise you? And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, it's even a little bit more than double that, you know, and it's um, the looks on their faces, but she, you know, she's her, her veil was so thin. She goes, so I'm, that voice that I was using, that that information I was getting, I talked to that all the time. I said, yeah, because the veil's so thin. And and it's funny because I'll go over that with them before we even start the hypnosis. But to see her aha moment yesterday when she realized, you're not kidding, I'm talking to this all the time. So I just want to touch on that again for anyone that is going in for a session. It's like, Please know that that veil's thin. And you talk about how how when your mom did it, the the veil was a little thicker. And now we're, you know, it's, what is that? The hundredth monkey, right? It's like, we're all starting to, there's so many people that have done this process now. It's just thin the veil. And right. well, you got a lot of messages, Suzanne, about like from the SC saying, exactly. exactly. Why so are happening. Yeah. When I learned, it was back in 2012 and- that's when they were just starting to become more aware in sessions. They they had been having this amnesia state experience where they didn't fall asleep, but they felt like they did. Um, they didn't remember anything during the session. They didn't remember a lot after the session. That was normal, normal, normal. So when when I started, you know, Dolores was trying to figure it out because she wasn't used to this change of, you know, the clients would say, things in their session, like, you know, I don't think I'm really under, you know, I think I'm making this up, but you could listen to the content of the material they're giving. I'm like, no, that's, that's, you're mm-hmm. right on. Um, and then afterwards they, they started to remember a lot more. So, you know, I'm new and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'd ask the SC a lot, you know, like what's going on? Why, why don't, why can't they just be like that amnesia again? That, I mean, that's so much easier for them and for me. Exactly. (laughs) So much easier. Mm -hmm. But what they said is, no, no, no. This is part of our evolution. This is a good thing. 
the amnesia days were to help people trust that they hold all this knowledge and are able to heal themselves. Um, if they were remembering it back in amnesia days, then they would have tossed the baby out with the bathwater. They wouldn't have trusted it. They would have, um, 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 I'm losing my word for it. They, they wouldn't have, uh, they devalued mm. the information that they gave themselves. So, so in my mind, the, the SCs just overrode our analytical left brain and took the memory away because then we come out of it and, and, you know, Dolores would say, oh, you know, you were a blah, blah, blah in the blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, no way. And they, she'd say, yes, here's your cassette tape. Go home and listen to it. And they'd take their little cassette tape and they go plug it in there go, oh, I was a blah, blah, blah in the blah, blah, blah. And then they call Marge and they'd be like, Marge, blah, blah, blah. and Marge would go, oh my God, I was you know, and they would validate it because they didn't, you know, I didn't remember it. I didn't say it. Right. That was that time of starting to wake up. But what, what the high selves say is we weren't meant to stay there. If, if that's amnesia days, we're meant to be here. And here is where we are, our high selves and awake and aware physical body. We are tapping in. We can get all of our own information. We can heal our own selves. We know that voice, that awareness, and we can run with it. That's, that's, that's perfect. That's a, that's a perfect human being. And it's taken these 12 years to get us about right here. <laughs> so close. <laughs> yeah. And they say, if we, we had to have this becoming more aware during the sessions so we could feel what it is like, it's like putting on the clothes of the high self and going, oh, that's what it's like when you get relaxed enough and you allow that information to come in. And that's what it feels like. And I shouldn't just, you know, toss it aside because it seems, you know, too easy. Um, so because I'm aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's <laughs> Very interesting space to be in as a practitioner over these years and watch this evolution commence. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm that person. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm always studying patterns and, and how, you know, little things start changing and then more of the same. And then it's a bunch of people doing the same thing. Um, I'm really a student of the human mind in that way. And that feeling aware is such a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It, it's it's showing you after the session, when you get back out into life um, and something, some challenge comes your way, instead of going into the old ways of frustration and fear and worry, you can settle yourself down, take a few breaths. Okay, what do I need to do about this? And you can trust that that voice or that knowing or that awareness that you felt in the session is familiar now. And you, you go from the advice of that part of yourself and that makes you empowered. So it's not a bad thing to feel aware in a session. It's part of evolution. It's a good thing. You just have to learn to balance it and, and manage it a little bit. That's the difference now, but it's not hard to do at all. Yeah. And that's what I say is one of the greatest things that QHHT does for people. It shows them this part of themselves, helps them make that connection and then so that then they can do it in the conscious state. That's yeah. huge to know that you have that all-knowing part within you. You know, I, I go back, a, I don't know, maybe six years or more. And I had a gal that um, was a law student. Um, and I mean, okay, like the coolest part of her session is she grew an uneven leg. 
like literally in the session, she, she had an orthotic in one foot that mm-hmm. she'd worn for a long time. She grew the leg. Okay. So, I mean, that's just astounding, right? I mean, it's, it's everything we want, but then she, um, she lives in town and we met for coffee, um, a couple weeks later and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, your leg looks great. And she's wearing these cute shoes that she hadn't been able to wear before. And, you know, I'm like all over that. And she's like, that's not even the best part. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. And she's like, no, the best part is I'm tapping in. I'm like, anytime I need a question answered, it's there now. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's great. And and she's like, no, like, seriously, I was in a law lecture yesterday. I totally did not study for it. And um, the professor asked a question. I had no clue what she was talking about. And my hand did this. (laughs) What are you doing up? And she goes, I just, and came out and she's like, nice, you know, nice. I've got, I've got this, you know, and so that's where we're headed. You know, that's, that's what the amnesia people, although it was easier, Mm -hmm. they didn't have that yet. They weren't, didn't have that leap in evolution yet. The awaken aware people. Now we have that, we have that knowing. And so it's a good thing. It is not a bad thing. It's better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, now we're tapping into universal knowledge and Yeah. yeah, all the fun things. So cool. I think we're at that time. Hmm? I think we're at that time. At that time, yeah. Yeah, Suzanne, how can people find you? Uh, (laughs) SuzanneSpooner.com. Pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tracy, how can they find you? TracyMahan.com and com for both of us. So go there, find a practitioner. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we also have retreats coming up. Really excited about them. If you want to join us, you know, we're going to be in Spain. All of us are going to be in Spain, Ibiza, Spain. So if you want to come, we still have some slots open. Uh, all that information is at qhhtofficial.com. And if you would like to be a practitioner, qhhtofficial.com. We have a sale going on right now. It's a perfect time. Right. Nice. You know, be oh, really nice. good. So, um, Really cool. Very exciting. And thank you. Thank you, Suzanne, for helping us with this message and <laughs> and getting this out again. It was due. It was, it's always good. Always good. Keep it real. And thank you everyone for watching. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye everyone. <laughs>